Kino zum Ostaiva. It's the Untitled Podcast. It's the Untitled Podcast. Yeah. Life. Life is the only thing we need. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like you. Yeah, boo, talk your shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, Fair Podcast, Fair Podcast, aka the greatest show on earth. You already know the voice, show on the vibes. I am your host, Boo. Got my dog with me. Yo, yo. Back at it again. It's been a while, man. It's been a little minute. No, I'm gonna make an appearance about twice a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, lot, of, lot of new, new, new uh, developments since your last. You a father now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, you was yeah, on the way last time. Yeah, I was, man. I was, man. It's been. Let's just tell you how long it's been, man. It's cause yeah. he's seven. He's seven months old already. So yeah, now nah, for sure, for sure, definitely, definitely, man. So, um, how's how's life with that, man? I, well, you know what's I know a lot has changed, but what's some of the main things that stick out to change? Um. Bro, honestly, it's it's kind of easy. I think the the biggest thing is just learning how to maneuver with another person that's dependent on you. Yeah. Um. I like I I personally enjoy taking them places. When me and you was out yesterday, it took me like an hour, hour and a half just to get <laughs> just yeah. to get him ready. I had to fix bottles, put shit in the bag. You know what I'm saying? He get hungry in the midst of all of that. Um. Spit yeah, up, man. spit up a couple times. Yeah, he spit up all over had the couch. Change. Had to change him, and you know, bro, it's, it's different. Man. It's it is. It's different. It's different. But I mean, I wouldn't change it, bro. Um, yeah, you, you go through growing pains as a parent. Um, yeah, just always. you know, what I'm saying, just from it, it, honestly, it's just a learning experience, man. It's a learning experience. You learn something new every day. Um, I, I think the biggest thing with us especially our generation is that we're trying to change things that our parents were doing with us right. things that we notice we don't want to do with our kids so right right um in the back of your mind you always have that those type things stuck in the back of your mind man but yeah bro it's just every day is something different honestly yeah. every day is something different yeah and, and it's funny because i might be the last out of our whole little group that don't got no damn kids <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just funny to watch You know what I mean Kind of watching y'all maneuver with kids Because of course we You know at this point all has been cool You know 10 plus years Like we watch you know All of us grow from basically kids You know what I mean Yeah, adults. yeah. Um, You know what I mean A lot of times um, 
you know, when people talk about like friends and that kind of thing, like you got your friends you grew up with. But I know I always say like those friends are friends that you didn't necessarily choose. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are just friends because of proximity. Y'all in the same class. Y'all go to the same mm-hmm. school. Y'all mm-hmm. ride the same bus. Y'all might play rec sports together. Yep. Like, y'all just put together. Like y'all didn't ask to be. I, you, know, you might really hate them. Yeah. But you around them every day. You kind of grow to like them. You know what I mean? But then you kind of grow into you know high uh, high school and really even college. You know what I mean? Especially so, college. Yeah, especially college. Because college, you ain't got to do nothing. You ain't got to be friends with no motherfucking yeah. body. <laughs> you could be, be a fucking recluse if yeah. you really want to, Go man. Through, we know people who've done that. Going yeah. through college, ain't really did a whole lot. You know what I mean? Stayed to themselves and, and went Shit, on by the way. them niggas was even there. Exactly. Exactly. See, them niggas are graduation. Like, oh, boy, I forgot you go here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, so I think that's, you know, when you, when you look at that, like, so the friendships we have now are friends that, kind of developing or cultivated like in college people you chose so those people really become family because these are yeah. people that you chose to be around you know what i mean you dealt with ups downs as friends um seeing them go through the yeah. all the shit that we go through you know growing up and all that i remember we had a conversation yesterday and we were talking about and we were kind of joking around about people having kids in their early 20s and you know all that shit i was broke like I wasn't trying to as a motherfucker, <laughs> you know. But you know, it's two it's <laughs> it's two sides to that though, because isn't it, bro? Niggas who had who had kids in their twenties, yeah, they was broke, but they figured that shit out. That's fact. And now, now that we in third in our thirties with money, yeah, them niggas really winning because their kids grown. Well, they not grown, grown, but you know what right. I'm saying. Yeah. Them niggas ten, eleven, twelve. Shit, you ain't gotta watch some niggas. Niggas watch themselves. That's a fact. You do what you want to. So now you we lead them niggas home. Yeah. You go out, do what you want when you want to do it. Uh-huh. And then you look on the other end of the spectrum, nigga like me, 32, uh-huh. damn near 33, got a seven-month-old, shit, I be trying to figure out how I'm going to maneuver. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Trading off, uh, hoping my mama come, finding babysitters, doing X, Y, and Z. It's, it's different. So, I mean, it's two sides to every coin. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on how you want to look at it, shit. I wish my kid was 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. Yeah, you ain't got to worry about nothing. Hell, I yeah. wish he was five. Yeah, shit. I, I, shit. I think about me at 10. Hell, I was an employee. <laughs> right. My house, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit. I, hey, go out there and cut that grass. Go yeah. wash him on the car, though. You know what I mean? Shit. We, you know, so having that in the crib. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a win. That's the flip side of, of the current where just, you know, it's got this, you know, you know, this, this person that you just taking care of and, and you know what I mean? It's a blessing, but it's still yeah. like, damn, like, I got to do this. I can't do that. I can't just, you know what I'm saying? Right. I remember when I hit the age when my parents like, yo, we about to slide. <laughs> that boy's all right. Don't open the door. Don't open the door. Don't, don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. None of that. I was talking to, um, I mean, we had Swank on. I was telling him, like, yo, back when we was growing up, shit was different. Like, I was explaining how we used to record, like, mixtapes on the, on the, uh, on the, like, the record, not record, the, uh, the radio shit. Radio. Like, yeah, do the uh, mixtapes, cassettes, and all that shit. And um, I was telling them about how we uh, growing up, like during the summer, if we didn't go to camp, my moms would leave us at the crib and it would be like, yo, don't open the door for nobody. Don't go outside for shit and don't answer the phone until you hear our voice on the voicemail. Yeah, because that was before we had um, call ID. Yeah. See, that's how old niggas was. But see, you got as it's another generational thing. But, you know, as we got older. All of a sudden, we had caller ID, so you right. didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we grew. It's funny, like when you look at like all the like technology that we grew up with. Like we are the last generation that literally remembers like cassette tapes. Oh yeah, and absolutely. we went from cassette tapes to these disc CDs. Like have the big CD book in your car. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. A big CD book And remember you was the shit You had that CD changer in the trunk uh-huh. Facts Right yeah, yeah. You, had, you had that little Five six disc CD changer oh, boy. Yeah. You ain't had to go keep... through your, yeah, yeah Man put your five boy. favorite albums In that shit And yeah, run through Yeah Uh huh You know what I'm saying That kind of shit And you know we went from To now that's dated Now we looking yeah. like Boy you, you gotta Like we looking niggas funny They got a CD player in their car. car What yeah. you do with that yeah, you got you CDs Like You know what I mean So boy, this we, shit don't this shit ain't got Bluetooth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't just plug it in. Like you ain't got no aux. Like God damn, bro. But but it's crazy if a nigga even got an aux cord in their car though. Yeah, now. yeah. Nah, they don't nah, even do true. that no more. Yeah, nah, true. No, I mean, connect to the Bluetooth and rock out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I use the aux just because you know I, I want to charge my flop. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but yeah, nah, you right. You know what I mean? Now you can just hop in the car, connect to the Bluetooth, and keep it pushing, man. So you know, our generation grew through all that. You know what I mean? So we've seen so many changes and so much shit just get different. And if you look at how things are going currently in the world, it kind of looks like we went through that for a reason. Oh yeah, because we adapt, we adapt, we're adapting more than any generation has had to. Like I don't see uh because right because okay, when you look at like our parents right in that age bracket, yes, computers, all those things, but they don't have to necessarily understand and know how those things work right, right, and how right. to operate and, and all that shit you know what i mean if something goes wrong they gonna call a young motherfucker mm-hmm. do it you know what i mean so they don't it's not you know paramount for them to understand it for us it's para we, we we we're you know we're we lose value by not understanding them things yep. and how that shit operates you know what i mean and if you look at you know 10 years from now when shit keeps developing i mean you know we navigate it from you know, again, getting text. I remember when text messaging first started. You know, yeah, man, remember your inbox would get full. Yeah, you got to delete, delete your, your inbox. inbox out. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that should only hold hell about ten messages. Exactly. If yeah. you if you was if you had a nice phone and had twenty. Yeah, exactly. You clearing out messages. You know what I mean? And then you and what nothing funnier than when you weren't paying attention and you was time to clear it out. And then once you clear it out, boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, more mm-hmm. stuff flooding in because you. Yeah, so I said it's just different, man. It's just different watching the growth and seeing again, seeing friends with kids in a new world, completely different than the one we grew up in. You know, I mean, you could just, you know, our parents uh, pull up to a grocery store, give us twenty dollars to say go get this, this, and this, and we nine years old, we go in the grocery store, get what they asked for, and come back out, mm-hmm. and they ain't worried about nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, now if it's a little kid just roaming the grocery store right now, you going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like they finna They pulling you You know what I'm saying You can go in there Looking for them They got him yeah, With yeah, an officer so I'm like, Oh this your mama The resource officer Yeah we gotta come in We, we, we need to talk to you In the back Cause why is his little ass In this store Yeah he bad He was in their throne We caught him in a damn candy aisle Eating fucking candy corn and shit And <laughs> <laughs> stuffing Snickers In his pocket Little bad ass Man that 20 Bro $20 used to go a long way Back in the day bro yeah. That shit ain't even gonna That shit ain't even gonna Cut it now nah. But you gotta think, shit. We don't even really carry cash like that. Yeah, nah. They was, you know, back in the day. Yeah, it was still running uh, personal checks in the grocery store. Yeah. So it's a whole different. It's a whole different animal. I think, but I think it's. <clears throat> I honestly think it's gonna be like a drop off at some point. Like our generation, because we went through so many changes. Our generation is like. It's like the t- the top of the top tier of. What's to come next? Because these next, these next, this new generation of niggas, everything's so readily available for them that they don't have, they don't necessarily have the resources to go out and find what we, what find right. what we 
uh, we're, we're, we're out here. We're used to, we're used to researching shit. We're, 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 yeah. we're seeking find some shit. We can figure shit out. This new generation. They know, type it in and pop up on their phone. And if it don't pop up, they stuck. Yeah. It's like, oh, they shit, hurt. what I do now? Mm-hmm. You know, normally I could just Google this and it pops up. I yep. Googled it, it didn't work. How do I change all? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I Googled this, it didn't work. I got a flat tire. Like, what do I do? Oh, ooh, my YouTube won't pop up. Right. Oh, I ain't got no signal out here. What the fuck? Oh, what, shit. what I'm gonna do? Yeah, my car making this noise. I ain't got no signal. Oh shit. You know what I mean? So it, it's just different. And I didn't really think about that, but it's right. You know, because going again because we're we grew up in an era where you still had to figure things out. We had encyclopedias. Be yeah. No, that's a fact. We had to go look shit up. Uh, yeah, bro. I I I I, I guarantee you. If you if we talk to a twenty one year old right now, them niggas don't even know what an encyclopedia is, or how to use actually how to use that motherfucker. That's just Wikipedia. I'm looking up on here. Wikipedia is not really an encyclopedia. Right? And we remember when that shit first started too. Yep. And teachers would tell us don't use Wikipedia, don't use Wikipedia because that's just not accurate. Mm-hmm. Show sure enough, you can go on Wikipedia right now and Edit. change anything you want. To. Yeah, that shit crazy actually. That shit really be funny as fuck. I'm, but who the fuck is over Wikipedia? I don't know. I have no idea. Like, they ask for donations all the time though. They need to shit. Yo, when you go in you go in stores, right? And they ask you like to round up to the next dollar. Mm-hmm. Like for certain. Like you ever do, do it? I don't do it. I don't trust that shit. I don't, I don't, like, I, I don't believe my money really going where they going to charity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I feel like girls should have food. You know what I mean? But I just save don't trust world, Save yeah. world hunger. Yeah. Donate like, a dollar. Yeah, like I believe whales shouldn't be, you know, close to extinction. I just don't know y'all giving the money to these whales. I, I click through that screen in Walmart every time. Yeah, it's gonna be a big no for me. Yeah, I don't like when they get the cashier to do it. And the cashier can't get like a little puppy doll face because they done sold them on the shit. I don't even go to the cashier. Yeah, man. Now we know you know a little store you shopping, clothes or some shit. Oh yeah. I was in Express uh last week. I went to Macy's last week. See what I'm saying? And they be like, You wanna do it? no, I don't. I wanna pay She's for like, what you I got. Use your Macy's card? I was like, bro, I was like, I don't even know if my Macy's card is still open. Right. I haven't had this shit since 20, I think 2009, 2010. My shit's still open, but I. It's a $100 credit limit on yeah. my Macy's account. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I think my shit like 300 away. Well, my shit $100, dog. Yeah, they can't do shit with I can't do nothing with $100. Buy a couple t shirts, too. Well, you know, I only buy stuff on sale anyway. I'm cheap. Yeah, it's fair enough. Fair enough, man. So, so to start, man, we are going to kind of dive right into the shit, man. Um,. More news about Jonathan Majors. Um, he's been uh, dropped from his PR team, marketing team, manager. Um, everybody's kind of abandoning, uh, abandoned ship a little bit. Um, for those who don't know, obviously he was accused of assault of girlfriend, wife, fiance, whatever uh, their relationship is. Um, and all hell's broken loose since then. You saw they got a uh, they got like other people he's quote unquote abused, and they're trying yeah. to make a like a yeah. New York. Like this big conglomerate, conglomerate of, case me, of yeah. this nigga choked me out. He also slapped me and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, all right. Which is wild because you, you normally don't see that. Like, you normally, you see the you see the big groups with maybe like a sexual assault thing. But just a group of people saying he slapped the shit out of me, it's crazy. Like, I, I, I never see but, it. But, but, but you know what's wild? Mm-hmm. They, uh, earlier this week, I was reading, I was, uh, reading something. They were like, uh, the same night that uh, old girl he choked out his yeah. girlfriend, whatever. It was like the same night she was like out later on that night, like in the club, and they got her on video. Man, this shit's been so messy, dog. Like, it is, bro. And I don't, I can't really tell if it's her or not. 
because they like blotched out her face or whatever. It was a black and white video anyway. Right. But like, you know, she's she was like her something was wrong with her hand and all yeah. and X, Y, and Z. Like she was in there on her phone using the hand in the video, like apparently supposedly she was hospitalized for a second. Yeah. So they got, that, her, but it, but they got it, her out in the club. That's nuts that you was in the hospital, got out of the hospital, and went straight to the club. And I don't know. I don't, did she go to the hospital the same, like, right, was after it she after? Called, right after she called the police? I don't know. I don't think she That's did. That's a good question. I think yeah. she went to the hospital later. I think she kept going on with her night and then went to the hospital. Which, I mean, maybe she was out on some angry shit and she was like, fuck it, I'm going to go out and get drunk. And, and then they, they, and then they say the uh, the Uber driver said uh, that they got the Uber driver, and the Uber driver says that uh, he he hit her and no shit either. It was really her. See, but the shit's so messy, bro. Because it's just he said she like we don't have any actual facts. It's a bunch of he said she said, and then this is what his PR team is saying. But then now he don't have a PR team, and it's just that shit's all over the place. And the other part about it too is you know. When you even in them situations, it's a lose lose for 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 men because, you know, what I mean, if it is her, right? If she's the one, she's the aggressor, and you call the police, they still gonna look at you crazy. Like, right? What right. did you do? Like it's so so you in a lose lose. So it's almost like there's nothing you could really do but ride that shit out and, and deal with mm-hmm. it. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I know they dropped the text messages. I thought I think they thought them shits would help. They did not. Them shit was awful. You should have kept that shit in the top. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I didn't want this to happen to you and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and I'm man. so sorry. You know, I just, you know, at no point in these texts is she taking any responsibility as far as what the Uber driver said. Right. Like, she's basically saying, like, damn, like, yeah, you beat the shit out of me, but I love you and I didn't want this to happen. You know. Well, here's the other thing that's kind of alarming with the whole situation. They they released text messages blah 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 and they were just like yeah he's gonna be proved he's gonna um be proven innocent in this amount of time blah blah bro it's been like a month yeah and it's still gone it was supposed to that shit was supposed to be wrapped up like the first week and which is an alarming thing was which raises red flags because okay this obviously isn't what y'all say it is it can't be it can't it's, a case, it's a case being built and for me when I look at what's going on because Disney didn't drop him. Right, obviously they've they've talked about well, roles he has being recast. Like they've spoken about it, but they haven't come out and done it. So for me, when I look at who's actually dropping you, these are your people, like right, your right. PR team, your management. They saying, "Oh, yeah, no, nah, we got to get you know what I mean. We got to mm-hmm. slide out of this." So when they do it to me, that's another red flag. Cause like, what do y'all right. know? What you know that everybody else don't know. Exactly, everybody's ain't found out yet. And whatever right. you know is coming, we just ain't seen it yet. Right, so what's right. really, you know, what's really good. So I mean, that's gonna be another part of it. You know, is is that I, and and he got a lot of, uh, you know, Jonathan Majors is on top of his game right now. He's got a lot of upcoming roles outside of outside of Disney. You know what I'm saying that mm-hmm. uh, he's up for or whatnot. So I think what's going to end up happening is is that everybody's going to kind of watch what Disney does yeah. based on the information that comes out because let's be honest Disney's probably the big, the whole Disney Marvel Avengers yeah, yeah. that's probably the nigga really got a whole movie coming out that's surrounded that's surrounding his character in like 2 years. Right, right. So I think they start filming on it next year. So like 
they're going to look at what Disney does because it's such a big part of what they got going forward. Right. And, um, yeah. and they're such a big conglomerate as far as as far as the movies go. Yeah, and Disney doesn't need them. So no, Disney they makes, don't need them. But. If Disney makes that move, <laughs> um, which, you know, it's a little different because I know someone's talking about kind of how um, everything went on uh, with Black Panther. Yeah. You know what I mean? How Chad when Chad were past it, but Disney never recast. Disney just did away. Even though they had plans for a black they had to rewrite the whole story. They gonna recast that motherfucker. They just letting that shit they just letting Yeah, at some point, glide. some yeah, some point they're they gonna let it glide for a little while, but they're gonna recast them. Yes, they, the the it's already out, you know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah. if you if you know Marvel, you know how that's gonna go and what that what what it's gonna look like. You know what I mean? Like you understand the, you know, just kinda how them stories go. Now, but I did read something interesting. It's kind of along the same lines. But um, I read something interesting. They were like um, that Marvel has had discussions. It's not like it's preliminary discussions, but it wasn't like a a full blown. Hey, we get rid of this nigga. But they, if they do have to, they were looking to recast um his character with like Damson uh Damson Idris, right. I was like, eh, that's a little wild. It's tough because <clears throat> of the character. It's tough because of what he was as a character, right? Like, yeah. he's this physically fit guy, you know right. what I mean? Guy, you know, so then to shift from that to right, a right. complete opposite, it would be it would be tough. Like, it would be hard for me to see them. I mean, they could obviously pull it off. You know well, I, mean? I, I think the biggest thing outside of the physical part, um, I think that, that in particular role has to play so many different personalities. So I think you have to look at it from that perspective more than what he physically looks like first. And right. then you kind of got to go. And who's to say that Damson can't put on a little, you know. Like yeah, no, nah, no, nah, absolutely. We've put seen on a little it. muscle. We've seen niggas do yeah. it now. Yeah, we've seen it. We, Jonathan Major did it. Yeah. You know, we've seen him go, do it. And go get in the gym and then all of a sudden. Yeah, give, him, give him six months him with six, that kind of money, with them yeah. kind of, that kind of weight training program. Yeah. They'll build you and get you right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so it's it's gonna be real interesting to see. It just for me, it's kind of that that story that we see pretty often with this, this art, this you know rapper or actor or whatever that comes out. He's been grinding for a little minute, then boom, gets his big role, and then boom, everything you know just quit, gets taken away, and, and it's it's troubling to see um, because. You I, you never really number one you never really know anybody right so people fell in love with Jonathan Majors and who he was right you know who people thought he was right and then all this comes out and now you know people are conflicted you know what I mean? mm-hmm. like, oh well you know you look on Twitter like all the women love Jonathan Majors and then you find out and they look. <laughs> A nigga look like he had a hard life, right? Nah, that nigga do. He definitely. Like, that nigga's the same age as us. Yeah. And that and nigga looks. That nigga looks 40. At, at, the, at, the, at the youngest. At the youngest, he looks at 40. At the youngest, 40. That nigga looks 40. At the youngest, 40. So, I mean, just like I said, you never know people. You never know what they've been through. You never know what's going on with them. So, for that kind of stuff to come out, it's jarring, you know. So, I mean, hopefully, you know, if he's innocent, you know, I'm hoping this doesn't affect his career too much. I hope he is innocent, man. He got a he got a lot of good stuff coming out. Yeah, it's um, a lot going soon, on. man. He so. was he was kind of shifting into that Chadwick role. I mean, oh, absolutely, at, you bro. know, two movies absolutely. at the same time. You know, in the box office, you know, top top films. Um, so that's showing to the work ethic you got. You know, what I mean, to have two movies drop, 
I think back to back weekends, I believe. Um, it wasn't back to back weekends. It was uh I think it was like two weeks apart. So two weeks in, in between, yeah, you know, like we're still leads to, you know, being filmed pretty close together. Concurrently. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's 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 tough. You know, so you hate to see it. So you see him kind of moving into that role like Chad when he was playing all these different Man, characters and doing all Chad these Chadwick was Crazy. Yeah, and left us with just gems. Right? Yeah, we got Jackie out of Chadwick. We got all these yeah. different movies. Ja- oh, James Brown. We got James Brown at him. We got the Black Panther, obviously yeah. at him. You know, we got all these before he. And then you find out that he knew what was going on and he was doing it for a reason. Yeah, you know, what I mean, let me get these films out the way for y'all um, because I ain't gonna be here long. You know, so so real. Just like I said, hate to see it. Troubling story. Um, you know, I'm hoping, hopefully he's innocent, you know, and maybe there's some, some sort of miscommunication in what's going on and, and, and they find him innocent. But if he's guilty, you know, again, it's just one, again, one of the stories, man, you hate to see it's, yeah. it's the prime definition of fumbling in the bag. Um, one, one mistake, bro. I'll take his one, man. You know, I always say, you know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be upset, man. As a Marvel fan, yeah, you know, I'm a die, I'm a diehard yeah, Marvel fan, yeah. bro. I I enjoyed this. I enjoyed him playing Kane the Conqueror, bro. So yeah, um, and just seeing him, I know how many how many of those roles and different personalities he had to play going forward, bro. I was looking forward to it. So I really hope um, that the allegations aren't true. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. So. uh so shits and gears, man. The name that you already brought up, man. Damson Idris, my boy, um, my boy Frank. My boy Frank. I'm gonna go ahead and and, and put uh spoiler put, alert, yeah, man. Spoiler alert already. It's been what five days, four days <clears> since, <throat> since came since out Wednesday. Yeah, it came out Wednesday. Yeah, so. so you're talking four or five days since since it's been released. So at this yeah. point, if you ain't seen it, I'm sorry. That's on you. You saw it on the internet. You know, you know part of what's going on. <laughs> You may not know what's going on, yeah. but you know partly, you know, what's happening. And um though I mean the only word that comes to mind, first word that comes to mind is like just wow. Um hella finale uh, for those um who don't know, talking about Snowfall uh the series finale uh came on Wednesday after uh, six years on air. Um and I, th- I and it's a lot it's a lot of layers to it. One, I really appreciated a show a black show that started and ended on its own terms. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they they decided that they wanted to end it, and they needed to. And they, yeah, absolutely. You can see, you know, I always compare it to Power, and I think about it. Power would have ended two seasons prior, bro. One season prior, because the whole they could have spared me the whole season six. Yeah, the that whole, shit was trash. The, the whole Who Killed Gold season was ass, but the season before that wasn't the greatest either. You know no, what I mean? No, so I so I'm thinking, you know, when they start just rehashing the exact same um you kinda starting to see it with uh Tariq a little bit too. When you start seeing them rehash it, you know, you got this villain who's controlling um, you know, controlling uh ghosts and what he does mm-hmm. and he gotta find a way from getting get under their thumb. And yep. that's you know, so you see the story repetitively over mm-hmm. and over again, whether it's Milan, whether it's uh, what's the, the white guy's name? Lobos. Um, no, not no. We had Lobos too. Lobos was um, first. Yeah, Lobos. Milan was the second. Was but the then second remember season. there was a white guy who came in that was uh, uh, Tommy um, yeah. and all that. Like it just, but the, it one he choked, the one he choked down on the roof. Exactly. So just constant. Jason was named Jason. Yeah, it was Jason. Yeah, was Jason. so you got like this was, constant story. Yeah, it's trash. You know, but it's this constant story. Of the somebody else comes out of nowhere, you know what I mean, and they running with you. You know, they basically saying, "No, you got to do new, this." I need a new. I need a new plug, yep. and 
I, you're going to do it, and this is why you're going to do it because right. I know this, this, and this. You know, you see New Tweet now with the um, I forgot Noma, with Noma, right? Same shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, with Snowfall, to see them tell a story that's loosely based on a, a true story, um, loosely based on on the story of Rick Ross, uh, the real Rick Ross, Freeway Rick, uh, Freeway Ricky Ross, um, and see them kind of go through that and tell that story, and also all the things that you know the crack epidemic did to Los Angeles, to the community there to see you like, and you see it in snowfall. One of my favorite things about snowfall was, I don't know if people notice this, but like when they show the opening scene and it comes on, then boom, they show snowfall. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the words, the words are kind of telling you kind of what's happening, what's going on. In the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, If you look at the last episode, actually when it shows, you don't even see snowfall. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, everything just, exploded gone. like it's, yeah. it's going it's going to shit um so to see the rise and fall of franklin you know you know a good show is a you know a show is good when a it actually brings certain emotions like i saw frank it was immediately hurt by it one because obviously over the years we got attached to franklin Natasha Franklin who he was so seeing him that way when we watched him rise from this kid fresh out of high school you know what I mean? Working at this convenience store. And at a convenience store, selling a little weed. Sell, sell a little weed on the side, you know what I mean? And then, you know, you just see something happen. You know, you see, you know, the tuition money gets fucked up that his mom had for him. You know what I mean? And then you see you, you get pulled in by Teddy, and then this shit just starts happening. Right? It wasn't even Teddy at first, though. It was, uh, remember he had, had that, that, uh, that key of cocaine? Where did he get that shit from? He got it from, um... Uh, What's the dunce? Uh, uh, Avi. Avi, yeah. He got it from Avi. Yeah, he yeah. got it from Avi. Because um, he owed Avi money for... Avi, did, he did something. Did some shit. And owed Avi money in that first season. And Avi had him uh, move a uh, dope for him. And through that is when Teddy found out about him mm-hmm. and brought him in. But I, I still remember that episode where they had to learn to go cook. You know, because yep, he, 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 he went somewhere. Because it was just coke at one point. And yeah. they told him about the guy... Was cooking up Cause, rock because remember they was uh, shorty that uh, <laughs> shorty that Louis was got, getting slitted out by in the club. You talking about uh, fuck I forgot his name. Talking about, yeah, because <laughs> remember he sold he was selling it to her for a second. Yep, yep, through she, the club. She, yep, and she got mad at him because he wouldn't do something, so she sent her boys after him, mm-hmm. and that's when they robbed him for the money. They robbed him for the money, and, and that's Carvel what, got involved. <sighs> <laughs> and Carvel got that motherfucking right. money back. By any means necessary, and they kept that bit too. Yeah, he did. That was probably one. Of, that, was probably, that was probably one of the like worst yeah. parts of. Uh, that was definitely that was just unsettling. A, it was episode. it was completely it was, uncalled for, and it was funny because I remember when I, I watched like and I, I tweeted this, uh, a few a uh, few days before the finale. I said Snowfall's probably the first show I can think of that I watched from literally pilot to series finale. Like, I can't think of a show that I'm saying it was in real time. Like obviously like the wire, oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen the wire completely, but I didn't <clears throat> start when the wire started. Yeah. You know I didn't, I, mean? I didn't start when snowfall started. See, A lot of people didn't, you know what I mean? I, I, uh, I, I think I got in maybe like after the third or fourth season, it was six. So maybe it was the yeah. fourth season and see, and, and for me, I stumbled into snowfall. Um, matter of fact, this when I was standing in spot 204. And I remember like I was watching something on FX and I saw the preview for, I saw oh, this shit look kind of cool. So, you know, I said, this shit probably raw. And I went and looked it up and I saw like, oh, this is supposed to be based on the story of Rick Ross. And I said, oh, okay, bet. So I went ahead and that was the first one at the time. Before mm-hmm. BMF was in production all that. It's the first mm-hmm. time you're going to see 
the real life story of one of these big time drug dealers of recent era, not yeah. you know the Frank Lucas and, and, and Nikki Barnes and all them. So I'm like, all right, cool, this should be dope. So I watched the first episode. It was cool. And you got to that episode with Carvel, and I remember just thinking, like, yo, I don't know if this show's for me. <laughs> like, like this is a little, this is a little off of me, man. And and it wasn't necessarily a mainstream show just yet. No, no, um, that shit. Did, I don't think that shit really blew up till like maybe after the second season. Yeah, like after season two. After season two, that's when it really. And even then, I wasn't even. The yeah. shit was coming on so late at night because I'm not watching nothing at ten o'clock at night. I'm yeah, see, that was and, and if I remember right, I think at first it was like a nine o'clock start. No, it might have been ten the whole way through. It was ten the whole way through. It was ten the whole way through. But it, I mean, like I said, it was just the show grew on me. You know what I mean? So again, seeing seeing Frank, you know, do what he did to get what he got. You know what I mean? And to fall all the way back, bro. That all. nigga, that nigga, he ended up lower than where he actually started at. Way lower. That shit, that shit's mad crazy, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It, it hurt. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you, man. It hurt my heart, man. Yeah, and, and that's what I was saying earlier. Like it hurt one just to see it because again we grew attached to the character, mm-hmm. but two just for personal reasons. Like I've seen that. Like I know that guy. Like you know, I remember um you know we were talking about it, and uh, it was like, bro, like how many niggas you know, how many Jays you done seen drunk on the corner, high on the corner, talking about the government. And blah 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 and all this shit. I could think of one to this day, and I can hear him his voice clear as day. Mm-hmm. Nephew, I had all that shit. Man, I had bitches around the corner. I had all that, right? Like I hear, mm-hmm. I can hear him saying, "Like man, shut your drunk ass up." Right. And then you you like hold on, cuz might have really you know what I mean? Because you think about it, Frank. At this point, the show started. Right. Frank was nineteen. It went seven years. So at this point, Frank's twenty six. That nigga had a whole rise. That nigga was running the neighborhood. Yeah, a whole rise and fall. Like, literally, like, you were up 73 M's in 1989. No, I'm sorry, in 88. Uh, he did a time jump. Eight, yeah. He did, he did two time jumps. He did, like, a year later, then came back in the three years. So it was four years. Um, And actually, when uh, Leon stepped on a newspaper, um, it said 1990. And they were filming Boys in the Hood. And they that were, came out, yeah. and that yeah, came out of ninety one. Mm-hmm. So it had been ninety when everything ended. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you had you was up seventy three. I think some say uh, somebody did a uh, did a math on it, and that's worth two hundred ten million right now, today. So that's how much you were up. Damn near a quarter billion dollars. You were up at the age of twenty four, yeah. you know, twenty three, twenty four, and you up that much. You know what I'm saying? Of course, he did some things. And was trying, and was trying to, and in. To Franklin's credit, he really was trying to get out that motherfucker. Exactly. And that's another part I wanted to get to and kind of this breakdown because a lot of people, you know, kind of talked down on Frank and said that he deserved what he got. And did he do some fucked up shit along the way? I mean, the, the, the tail end of that shit, absolutely. Yeah, but even before then, it was little things like the bookstore with the old, you know, mm-hmm. that couple you sold a bookstore. Now, granted, he did buy them a new building, but they wanted to stay where they were at. He said, you know, they're going to take the shit anyway. Mm-hmm. And then the lady was like, yo, fuck you. You know, it's a whole thing. Um, and, you know, and he made a comment in the la- in one of the later episodes of the series. And he was like, you think that the mother motherfuckers got on without getting some blood on their hands? You like the Rockefellers, all the, you think they did this shit clean? Like, no, like bodies drop. Like these things had yeah. to happen. Now, granted, the way Frank did it was at the detriment of the entire community and the, and the community that looks like him. Shit, the detriment of his entire family, my nigga. Yeah, no, nah, he lost, but in the, but in the everybody, everybody in that motherfucker lost. My Leon, yeah, and even Leon lost because he lost everybody. Yeah, slick. You know what I mean? Like he lost everybody. I mean, it's him and Wanda. 
That's all that's left. You got him and he got Wanda. He barely got fucking Wanda. Barely got Wanda because one boy, bad day. Wanda, yeah. One, one bad day. Wanda went Wanda back to the projects. Yeah, man. Wanda back outside. So, it, you know, it was just, for me, the thing I, I, when I saw people talking down on Frank, the thing that got me was when people weren't really paying attention to his environment mm-hmm. and what was happening around Franklin from even day one. Like you didn't really ask to be a part of, you didn't ask for the, for the, for the cocaine from Harvey. You didn't ask for that. Mm-hmm. Your homeboy pops was doing a porn at Harvey Harvey's mansion. Uh, what, and what that's where the cocaine came from. Um, the little white boy. The little white boy he killed. Yeah, the one that uh Rob. Rob. Yeah, Rob. Rob. That's the one that uh that one of my favorite episode. My favorite scenes too in Jerome, like Slappy Daddy. <laughs> Slappy Daddy. That was my favorite game. Hey, that nigga boy, that boy Jerome was funny. Boy, nigga. Oh, that big boy. Listen, a me and Joseph killed that shit, man. But um but yeah, you see, you know, even in that, like he didn't ask to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Then you get roped in with Teddy. You didn't ask to be a part of that. Now he took advantage of an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you didn't ask to be a part of that. And then you brought your family in because these are people in your mind you can trust. I don't want to deal with these outside. No, right. I'm bringing y'all in. Y'all my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jerome, you know what I mean? At this point, you just in the crib selling weed. You know what I'm saying? You got Louie. You know, she just getting slutted out at the she club. She gets slutted out at the club. You know what I'm saying? They come Louis back came around a long way, man. A very long way. You know what I mean? Um, I was watching uh, I was watching the first episode the other day. Um, I just, I've been rewatching a lot of series anyway from the yeah. beginning. Mm-hmm. But uh, he sent uh, Louie outside to beat that bitch. Yeah, Louie, come get this bitch. Louie, come get this bitch. Louis and they watching the stories. I was saying, Jerome, you, y'all told you not to fuck that bitch without me. Now I look at you. Uh-huh, now I look at you. <laughs> Louie went out there and beat that bitch and beat her ass. <laughs> they took them earrings out and slung uh-huh. that bitch off the porch. Uh-huh. Louie. Louie. And Louie came. And all, you look at everybody. Everybody came such a long-ass way. You know what I mean? Even Leon, you know, Leon had obviously the, in my mind, besides Frank, the biggest character arc. You know, yeah. A lot of them did. Louis had a high, and, and that's also a sign of a good show. You got all these characters. You see the shift and you see the change. Absolutely. You see Jerome shift and change. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see Louis shift and change. And you see Franklin change. And worst Leon nigga on the show was Sissy. Yeah, Sissy, absolutely. Cause she she yeah. was the worst nigga on the show yeah. by far. And yeah, and for me. Because she went, because she. She want to be concerned about community, but you still reaping the benefits from what we're doing to the community. That's exactly. So you can't straddle the fence like that. And that's exactly where I was going because it became a situation where everybody was cool in Franklin when what Franklin was doing was benefiting them. Right. Everybody. Everybody. Literally anybody he interacted with, whether it been Leon, whether it been Sissy, whether it been Alton, whether it been Teddy, whether it been uh, Jerome, whether it was Louie, mm-hmm. any of these people, everybody was cool with Frank. Until what Frank did, you know, can't, no, I think the only people who had an issue with Frank and what he was doing in front of Jump was was Mel. You know, she, she Mel had that. issues with what it, and her daddy. Them two. Mm-hmm. There's only two that from the Jump went with. That bitch ass nigga Andre. Yeah, fucking Andre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, another one of my favorite scenes when Andre asked him, how do you sleep knowing that you do this to a community and Frank starts smiling like, a baby <laughs> <laughs> he said like a baby but yeah man so it's you know that was my takeaway was like damn like out and you was cool and frank was funding the shelter with his money mm-hmm. you know it's when he ran up in there looking for out and he said yo this shelter is funded by the franklin saint foundation mm-hmm. you know what i mean i will shut this bitch down and he kicked all them boys out because buddy wouldn't tell him where out was at like 
Everybody was cool with Frank when he was doing that, right? Since he was cool yeah. when Frank was investing in all his real all estate. All his real estate. He bought went, your motherfucking house. Yeah, when you went back to uh, Sissy Old Boss and, and bought his bought shit out. Or oh, you loved Franklin. Then he was a son of the year. Yeah. Him, you know what I mean? Until you shifted and then Alton got killed based off what Alton did. Alton decided to go to, you know, try to out mm-hmm. the CIA based on selfish decisions that he made from the past. He was a panther. He didn't like. You know what they did to him as a Panther. He saw this is an opportunity to get back. Mm-hmm. And he failed him. He got himself got himself killed. Yep. And we find that out in, in, in the second to last episode. Mm-hmm. The album really is dead, which was a question. It was, because yeah, it was never a question for me. Yeah, well, the thing was, and you know what's funny is, like when you know and watch TV for me, it's like you can tell when they're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. When you don't see a body, it's for a reason. Because there's a chance they may write that motherfucker back in. And I think they were really trying to figure out, like, I was reading a lot about, like, the season, how the, the series, how it ended and all that. And they were saying, like, no, like, there was a, a line of thought of bringing out him back at some point. You know, it's just they couldn't find out where to fit him in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was, you know, again, it was changing. You didn't see a body. You know what I mean? And you see, Teddy told Sissy that, you know, right there in the warehouse. Like, if you ever see a fucking body? Like, no. You know what I mean? So Alton's alive. He's in the jail in Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico. and all these things. And Sissy oh, stupid ass on, believes him. And Sissy Sissy and really fell for the, Sissy really blew the whole show. She did. That man could have got his little thirty five in. It's a chance that he wouldn't have got it anyway. But you know, that was another conversation that again that makes Snowfall so good because it made this conversation happen. But you know, with that, I'm under the belief that I don't know if that password was what he said it was right you know what i mean like, i have no just because he's now back working with the cia right right and to believe that they're going to just give this drug dealer back 78 or 37 million dollars 35 or some shit you know like you don't give him all this money back and let him just walk away and that's it because he was torturing teddy torturing teddy they don't give a shit about teddy they sure don't you know what i mean so it's just again, it, it, so to see that part, and then obviously the end where, where Franklin ends up, ends up, you know, a drunk, you know, just like his daddy, yeah, just like his daddy, destitute, just walking the streets, and you see, and there's so many callbacks and full circle moments where you see a scene in in the first season where his daddy's walking down the street mm-hmm. and he's drunk as hell, and he come back to the house and Frank looking at that nigga and discussing. And can't understand why he is what he is and all these things and he's judging him and all that. And he tells him, you know, Alan tells him, like, yo, don't judge me until you in my shoes. When you pull up to, yeah, you put up to Jerome's cookout. And he said, yo, don't judge me until you in these shoes. Mm-hmm. And then you get put in literally the exact same shoes and look at you. Dealing and dealing with it the same way I did. Sexy chocolate nigga. Sexy chocolate nigga like me. Can't Sexy keep a bitch. Chocolate. Can't, can't keep, keep a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy chocolate nigga like me. But yeah, man. So again, it was just I I I, I think I uh, I put it up somewhere and I was like, um, that finale for me put Snowfall right up there with the wires and Breaking Bad and all that. And some people were like, eh, I don't know about that. And I figured I still, they would. I never watched Breaking Bad, bro. Yes, I, I got I, to. Got I to. heard niggas, niggas say that shit's the truth, man. But I just ain't got. I've never sat down and. You know, fully like it's it's Breaking Bad is one of them shows that so you got two types of shows and it's hard to figure out which is which because you got shows that they start off slow because they building this amazing ass story Mm -hmm. and it has to start slow and then you got the shows that start off slow because they suck 
and it's hard to figure out which is which. <laughs> Breaking Bad starts off slow because they're building this dope-ass story with so many layers to it. So by the time you get into it, you understand everything. I had a really tough through the first season. I think I actually started at season two because season one just didn't really get me. So I said, let me go to season two and just fine. So I started watching season two. And I, cause I kind of knew what was going on, but I had to go back season one just mm-hmm. to fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. And season one made more sense after I watched season two. And then I went on with season three and watched the rest of the series and was happy. I did. I mean, it's, that's an amazingly written, you know, show. Um, just like, you know, just like snowfall was, um, a lot of people weren't fans of the ending of Snowfall. I mean, you kind of talked about this um, the other day. Um, and I, I don't understand, well, I don't understand why they're not a fan of the ending. For right. me, it's a, it's a, it's just a, it's just him, it's us coming back to the first, the first season all over again. Right. You know, like, if you go back and watch the first, start watching the first and second and third episodes, it's a callback to all of that. It's heavy foreshadowing in the show. <clears throat> Yeah, and you probably just don't remember because the shit was so fucking long ago. But I, I, I was completely happy with the uh, with the season finale because I mean it wouldn't. I I was worried about how they were going to end it just simply because it was like, well, you can't kill Franklin, right? That's not that's not an option. So then, what are you going to do? You're not going to throw that nigga in jail. That's also not an option. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? How are you going? How are you going to send us off? Yeah, and, and that's, you know, and it was funny because you can kill Franklin. You can. It just when and how. It doesn't make sense. Now, a lot of shows don't take that leap. I think the only show I can think of that's taking the leap of killing main characters was Power. Game of, well, not even Power, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones oh, kill any yeah. and everybody. Anybody well, can get power, it. They kill any and anybody. Once they kill ghosts, we already knew. Like, the right. at the point, they got to the point where we were killing ghosts. And see the thing about power though was, but I also agree with your Game of Thrones take. Them niggas killed any and everybody. Anybody didn't matter. Like literally anybody could I'm, get it. Yeah, they and, was dropping. And, and they was dropping you, bodies left and right. And once you learned that, it made the show just you know what I mean. People always talk about like what was it for Game of Thrones that took it over the top and you know obviously. But you it's know a, that it's Game of Thrones started out slow. It did. It did. Well, actually, no, it didn't. It, Think about for it. me, bro. I honestly for with Game of Thrones, it took me maybe. I didn't even know what was going on for real, for real, for like the first three seasons, maybe like two and a half. Right now, I recently watched Game of Thrones all over again. Right, maybe like episode one of Game of Thrones. I I actually watched it right after right after Kyle was born. I started watching it again because I was home all the time. Right, and um, it made a lot more sense the second time I watched it all the way through. Right. Well, the thing about it is, I mean, think about the first episode. First episode, you got uh, you got this king. Right, right. His wife, who hates him, who you find out is fucking her twin brother, mm-hmm. gets seen by the king, who the king is trying to make his hand, gets seen by the, the king's son. hand son. You throw his ass it's off the, the off a fucking off a window. Like it, it was actually a lot going on, even from episode one. You know what I mean? But you know, again, like you said, it was another one of them shows that. It that's that was a action packed episode, but again, it took time to build. Like okay, these are because this is, Game of Thrones is different than like a show like a Snowfall, you know, Breaking Bad. And honestly, because with those shows, Snowfall, Breaking Bad, you probably have five, six main characters. Mm-hmm. 
Game of Thrones had many. I mean, it was so many moving parts. It was all, all the time. over the, you know, all all over Westeros. And and before yeah. you know it, it's we four, five, six years in. Nigga, some of these characters ain't seen each other in three, four years, exactly. and you don't even realize that until right. you see them interacting on screen, and you like, oh shit, mm-hmm. these niggas been gone for a minute. Right, absolutely. You know what I mean. So the ending for Snowfall was was was. You know, to get back to that, it was, for me, I think a lot of people's issue with it was that, A, it was so different than what we normally see in mm-hmm. these type of shows and movies. You think about drug dealer movies, those type of things, rarely do you see a happy ending. Typically, you get one or two options. You get Tony Montana route, right, where you Smoke. go out in the hell of gunfire, you know what I mean, and, and that's it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got... uh. American gangster where, you know, based on a true story, but you know, he gets arrested, you know, gets caught. You see him get caught. You see, you know, you you, you can pinpoint the exact moment where he fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With, with American gangster it was the whole thing about the mink coat. And he always say, you know, you wear all that fancy shit. That's how they find you. And sure enough, you yep. go into the fight in the mink coat. They say, Yo, who the fuck is that? Like, who's this nigga in his mink coat sitting on the front row? We got to investigate that. Like, who is that? He's dapping, who he's dapping up. Like, yo, who is this? And then you mm-hmm. find out who he is, and that's, that's his downfall. Um, the one mistake you made. Um, you know, Snowfall was so different because we didn't get that dead or in jail. You know, we didn't get that. We got the other part of it, the part that people don't really talk about. Um, we got a part of the where, you know, people say greed. I don't necessarily say it was greed. I'll say Nah, he um, wanted what he he he, he wanted he, what he worked for. Yeah, he worked for that shit. Right. I I don't I don't blame him for wanting his seventy. First of all, we talking about seventy three M's. Whether it was in the eighties or it was now, nigga, this seventy three M's. Absolutely. I I worked hard for the seventy three M's. I put all my shit in place. I got these properties. I own these businesses. I've I've moved all the. I done went from selling this cocaine on the corner, selling crack cocaine on the corners. I risked my life. I risked my I've life. I didn't. I didn't kill about six, seven niggas. I didn't kill one of my best friends. Yep, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And I had to shoot Kevin ass. I didn't kill the police officer. I didn't did all this shit to even to the point where I'm selling. I'm wholesaling cocaine to other niggas. Right. And. I do all of this to get out of the game, just for the niggas gonna yank me, uh, for a nigga to come and yank me a rug from underneath me. Absolutely, like that's that's crazy. I I be losing my shit too, honestly. Yeah. If you got if you put that shit in, niggas want to blame Franklin, but you'd probably do the same shit. We all would. We all would. Absolutely. And that's, and that's the part for me. It's like in that situation, what would you have done? I'm going to get my shit. Yeah, I'm going to go get it. I got to. If I have the means to go get it, I'm going to go get it. And yeah. that's what he did. He exhausted every single option he had. You know what I mean? And now in that, he turned into a monster. You know what I mean? When he killed old boy at uh, Peach's house, like, oh, yeah. that was a little over the top. You know, but even that was a callback because you look at what he found in the safe, it was 12 bands. That was the cost of his first key. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, his first, yeah, his first key was 12 racks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... When you put all of them things in motion, you know, for me, when I see it, I, I appreciate it because, again, as jarring as it was, as many emotions as it brought up, um, that's what made it so great, right? Because, and I remember I tweeted, I said, bro, honestly, this is the only way that shit could have ended. Like, I don't yeah. see Franklin getting killed. Franklin was too good at what he did to get killed. Yeah. He thought so, you know, three, four steps ahead. And when you look at it, Franklin never even made, he never made a mistake. Even then, like, if you look at, like, how he was moving, 
he didn't fuck up. He had his money. We assuming that the money was coming. So he's even then he grinded the entire season to get his money. You know them papers. Remember he made they they had a whole plan to get that paper. Yep. He figured the papers would be what he needed. He find out ain't shit in the paperwork. Fuck, we gotta figure something else out. Now you go to Ohio. You kill his dad. You do all these things to, to let him know. Like, no, listen. Yeah, he did fuck. He did uh, sell them properties toward the end. He fucked that up a little bit. But that I mean, was that, that yeah, was way that, after that was the after fact. though. That was three yeah, million yeah. was gone at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was gone. You weren't getting that back, and that's when you were just desperate. You did that in spite because yeah. your mama killed the old boy, so you went and sold the properties to her old no, no, boss. And well, no, he got mad with Veronique. No, what this thing is, if you look at what he did though. Look at who he sold them properties to. He sold them to her mom. Oh, his back mama. To yeah, boss. yeah, yeah. That yeah, was despite yeah. his mama. Like that was that. That had nothing to do with Veronique. Like that was despite his mama. And then when Veronique questioned him on it, it was like, "I built this shit. I did this." The same speech he gave Leon. I built this yeah. shit. I tear this bitch yeah, down. Yeah, I burned this motherfucker down because it's mine. You know what I mean? And I think that was also part of, you know, his downfall. You know, you you granted you put a lot of people on, but you didn't do this by yourself. Right, you know, a lot of people changed. Yeah, like he did. Yeah, he did, and that was the other part of I it. I built mean, this shit, yeah. brick by brick. Yeah, and I ain't gonna let you fuck it up because you don't like the way another nigga talk. talk. Like I'll find another plug and all that, and that was the part that got Leon. Like it wasn't the whole speech; it was him saying, "Yo, I'll find somebody else to do what you do." And Leon knew he could because at that point Frank was up, he yeah. was on top. You know what I mean? So, um, there's a spinoff coming. Is it? Yeah, spin off of Wanda. Oh, um, I saw. I actually saw Wanda. something about that. I didn't. I never read the article because I wasn't interested. So, <laughs> <laughs> so supposedly, and I don't know how I feel about it either, man. I'm not a big fan of spinoffs, and I'm not a big fan of spinoffs so soon, right? Like Power was cool. I really wasn't a big fan of all the spinoffs so soon. Well, no. It was, to be were, to be fair, the Power spinoffs were actually pretty good. To the I I'm pretty so, sure nobody has a fucking issue with uh with uh Tariq shit. That's actually pretty good. For Tariq, all Tariq. Purposes. It's getting a little repetitive. But yeah, Tariq, Tariq shit is cool, but Tariq shit ain't Tariq shit is something to watch. But I'm not looking forward to it. Kanan. They, no, raising Kanan, raising Kanan is really that, that's good. That's the one. That's yeah. the one. And but see, the funny part about Kanan is Kanan's not a continuation of a story. Kanan is no. a brand new story yeah, it's with a brand base. new it's characters. You know what I mean? So it's new. It's a it's an origin story. Exactly, as yeah. opposed to continuations, which is what Snowfall is supposed to be. It's supposed to be essentially a continuation of the story of South Central LA, but it shifted into the 90s. So now you're going to get into the NWA era, all these West Coast rap, you know, all that shit and everything yeah. in the gang culture that came from that. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not trying to. I'm, like, not trying I'm really to watch not. That. And then I say that now. And I could watch an episode or two and be I like, mean, oh, this be, shit all be, right. Being, being truthful, I'm not interested. However, as Snowfall fans, you're going to watch the first episode anyway. Just, For sure. Just you're to see watch what, the first just season. Just to you see watch the first season. On. You watch the first season. But it's, it's, you know what I mean? And for it to be Wanda, you know what I mean? It's hard because if we saw what Wanda was. Right. You know what I mean? And I think they're trying to paint it as like this redemption story and all this shit. But, nah, but we like, nah, that's crackhead ass Wanda. Yeah. Bring like, me roulette. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Bring me roulette. Yeah. I'm not like, trying to hear about yeah, Wanda. Yeah. I ain't fucking with Wanda, man. Wanda one bust Mel over the head with a skate, <laughs> took the girl chain, sold it for some crack. Like, you know what I mean? Wanda was on some, Wanda was a different level crackhead. Yeah, boy. Wanda's back there. Wanda's out there just sucking dick. This is what she do. You know what I mean? Man, boy, them boys running through Wanda. 
Hell, Trash even uh, even what's my man name? Uh, other boy that was running projects for a minute. D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he. Leon sitting there with her. He talking about her. So, man, I ran through. You know what I'm saying? Like all oh, that. You just you know what I mean. So so that yeah. I, I I really want a better for Lee. Lee really loved Wanda. He the only like I said, he really the only nigga that didn't like fully lose. Yeah, yeah, he is, he is, he is. And you know, I don't know, man. Like, I really also didn't appreciate him just jumping to Franklin's mama's side. Like, I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that. Well, at that point, at that point in the story, Leon's thought process was always so much different. Right. Than, right. Um. Everybody else, like bro, when he went to Ghana and came back, them niggas was at war. That nigga wasn't trying to have it. That nigga was trying to goddamn settle everybody down. The nigga went to Ghana for a reason in the first place, right? But my thing was, he still jumped back into the dope game. He did. He jumped right he, back into it. He took he back the projects. It, he did it under the under the pretense that he knew that shit needed to change, and that was the only way that he was gonna be able to change it. But this is the thing, which even, is it was just a fucked up. Yeah, because uh, even mentality. Because those are because see that was the thing when I looked at the whole situation with with Franklin's mama and Leon, and I was like, um, you know, she's telling Leon how proud she is of him and all this shit, and I'm like, Leon's selling crack too. Like, what's you know what I mean? I understand the difference. I understand that you know, I understand Frank was going to these extreme measures to get his money back, but Leon never had money taken from him. Right. Right. And when Franklin robbed um, Jerome and Louis, mm-hmm. she was telling Jerome and Louis, you know what I mean? Let's just let it be what it is. You know, don't. So for her to like, to, for her to pinpoint Franklin when she gained the most from Franklin, you know what I mean? To me was the biggest, you know, biggest thing. So for Leonda didn't jump into her, you know, on her side, knowing no nigga, you selling crack too. Mm-hmm. Saint put you on. When we met you, you just got out. You just got a jail, you know, you just got a juvenile, like you, you, you know, me was a little wild nigga. You, you know what I'm saying? Frank set you up to do this and run this here and became this business that you, that you were for your own small empire. So I just didn't like that. Granted, I don't think he would have gave Frank the money. Oh no, he wouldn't you know, have. He, he wasn't going to give Frank What's the money. What's crazy is, what's actually wild to me is that that nigga only had $3 million. That wasn't that wild to me. After all them, after what six seven years, and they only had three million dollars. Well, you got to remember that. You got to remember that too. He and he also gave he also gave Franklin five hundred thousand dollars previously before right. that. But yeah, <clears throat> and he also was gone for a minute. He's only gone for a back. month. He came back. He's only gone for a month. Oh, was it a month? Yeah, sure. he's only gone for a month. Oh, well, that's different. I thought it was a longer than that. Mm-hmm. But even still, like you know, I don't I don't know if Leon had because Leon was on. And that's the other part too. Leon was only selling the projects. That's also true. That's also, I mean, he up three M's just selling there, you know, in the projects. He wasn't selling, he wasn't Louis. Remember, Louis and Jerome had expanded. They had niggas mm-hmm. moving away in St. Louis. They had niggas moving away in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they were, you know, they they were they were up. Boys ain't respect Louis. Yeah. Um, final question about Snowfall, man. Also got a phone call from from his from his girl. You think that was a real phone call or set up? I think it was a real phone call, only because at that point. You had to think it was a time jump, so it had only it had been like two years. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, if if it was a setup, it would have been a setup way before then. I feel. I felt like it was a setup, <clears throat> but then it was also like, hey, I would like for you to come see us sometime. We in North Carolina, 
Well, bitch, where where are you in North Carolina? Right. Exactly. I can't call. Look, look, I can't even call you. You have to call me. Right. The reason why I felt like it was a setup was because I thought about when the boys put up on that farm looking for Louie. And it was the oh, same yeah. one who arrested also and got broke out by the uh, KGB uh, buddy. Like, that was the same guy. Because they never killed him. He was knocked out. They got in, he got in the car saying he was knocked out in the back. He just killed the partner. The woman I'm that was to in think, the car. Was that in the same time jump, though? Oso's was a few years after that. Because I think they went to find Louis first, and right. then it was like a two-year time jump, and then right. they jumped the Oso thing. Which tells, but that's the thing, though. It tells me, I feel like that part was important because, A, it shows what Louis was doing. But, B, it also, because they could just show Louis on the farm. Mm-hmm. They, I feel like they made a point to show. That they were still looking. They were still looking for these niggas. Mm-hmm. So, if they're still looking for him, Oso for sure going to be high on this. Because you had also also essentially was yeah. working with y'all, y'all thought, and turned on y'all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And set y'all up. You know, so if they looking for anybody, yeah, they want Louis, they raided Louis' house and all that. But, you know. I don't want to say that also was out of the country. He's a Mexico. Yeah, yeah. He's a Mexico. Shit. Shit. And the reason, and that's the other part of it too. They may not go to Mexico to get him. And that's why I said it's a setup. Because now, if they can find, if they I mean they can damn sure find where your girl went, because you knew who she was. Mm-hmm. She pops up in North Carolina. Y'all pull up her in North Carolina. This is what you finna do. Call him. He in Mexico. Cool. Get his ass here. And you know that's the one way. She also don't know where he is. She know how to find him. She know how to get him. That's the thing. They're playing the card of, we can get Oso through you. She may not know where he at, but she knew the call. She knew she called that number. He coming. So if also ass pop up in North Carolina, it's a wrap. They got his ass locked up in Mecklenburg County Jail <laughs> right now. <laughs> and they were telling old wrestling stories and shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, so shifting gears, Nick spent probably about 30 minutes on Snowfall, but it was well deserved, man. Uh shout out to uh shout out to amazing season finale. Um, one thing I want to get to also, man. So Marcus Houston made news. Um people did the the, the, the thing they always do. They went back and did some math. Um, and realized that he'd met his wife, now wife, at the age, she was the age of 17, and he was 37? 38, 38, 38, 39, I think 39. 38, 39. She's, ni- yeah, yeah, she was, she's, ni- she was 17, and she's 19 now. She was 19 when she got married. She was 19 when she got married. She's 21, 20. They've been, they been married for a little minute now. Either they way, married that's for, nasty yeah. nigga. Yeah, so what his, his explanation was that, he, yes, he met her, but they didn't talk, didn't communicate, they had mutual friends, stayed cool. And then after the fact, <laughs> after all of these things happened, um, you know, once she turned 18, that's when he reached out. And that's when they started dating after she turned 18. Man, every time the clip come up on Instagram, it just has me laughing. Like, it, I think it's the, it's the, uh, it's the angle they got the camera at, at on them. Yeah. When he be, Looking like this, head <laughs> back and forth, dog. That's a nasty nigga. Cause I just I can't fathom to imagine what mutual friends that you have with this seventeen year old girl. Why y'all were even in the same set? Like mutual friends, nigga. What? Yeah, to to to. So Marcus is now forty one. Uh, his wife is nineteen. Yeah, I, th- I thought 19. that was about right. Yeah, she's nineteen. Like, bro, what? He's like the way she makes me feel. She just like blah, 
please, my nigga. Save yeah. it. You gotta save it. Yeah. So I blame my parents. Yeah, that little girl parents should not let her get married. I don't care if she was nineteen or not. Eighteen, nineteen, however old it was at the time. Hell so nah. what do you what what do, what stock do you put in when people say child actors or child stars as a whole tend to not grow up? They tend to be stuck in a certain mind frame because they were made to be adults essentially so quickly that they don't necessarily they're mentally they're handicapped. I think I think it's only like that for the child stars who didn't become adult stars. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have that same level of success when they became adults. And that's where the I think that's where the problem actually lies. I don't know, because Michael Jackson was the same case. Child star grew into an adult star, had a lot of childhood, childlike tendencies. Mike, Mike, I mean, not the best Mike, Mike, but just being Mike, Mike, not Mike's not here to defend himself. Let's not do that. He's not, but the fact of the matter is, the facts are that Mike, and not talking about anything Mike did wrong, just looking at the Never Neverland shit, the kids, the monkeys, all these things, childlike qualities. Mike still had them. That's all I'm saying. So just, just as a a rebuttal to, you know, Mike was a stand. I think Mike was a standalone case. That nigga was. I mean, we all know that that we we also weird. know that them kids probably not his. Marcus, no, they're not. I don't know who babies. I don't know who. I don't know who the kids belong to. Took them kids from, but they 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 living. Yeah. They living though. They got that money. Like, that's just a. That's really a weird ass family. Like that's they white. they they had they had a lot of traumatic experiences growing up that I that we they probably don't talk about. Oh yeah, it's probably yeah, like yeah. it was more than George beating the ass. Yeah, for yeah, it was some other shit going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't just beating it for leaving the pool in the towel. Like it was some other yeah, shit in the house. Yeah. A lot of things going on in the house. You know, what I mean? probably like anyway. I ain't gonna do that. Yeah. Don't but, do my like yeah, that. yeah. But the fact, but you know what I mean. But looking at it, um, I think I think there's some credence that it's not an excuse. You know what I mean? Because I I think of as right now I'm 33. There is nothing, nothing that a 18, 19, 20, 21, 20. It's nothing that a woman that young could do for me. Not one thing. Nothing. I I just. Mm-mm. Like I just can't see nobody it. in their right mind. Like I, I just can't see it. Like so now, if you're you know you thirty eight, thirty nine, and she's eighteen, you know what I mean. I think Feet said it. You know, last episode he's like you know seventeen. Yeah, she could be seventeen, and she can't be fine. If we being honest, now does that mean you're gonna approach her? No, because as a grown ass man, you not gonna do that. We can say okay, she's attractive and move on and understand in your in your moral compass that. You're not getting number one, but even at eighteen, bro, like the it's like a it's like an immature like yeah, and that's no, what no I'm pun in, no pun intended, but <laughs> I see she did it. But I got really it's like an immature like even if a girl even if an eighteen year old is pretty or fine whatever like it's still different exactly. from having a grown ass woman. And, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Mm-hmm. She yeah. not in that grown ass woman phase mentality. Her body not even done developing right. for real, for real. Yeah. Still, like it's just it's different, and I yeah. just don't understand. And that's and that's and, and that's the thing. That's what you know. Kind of sick shit. Yeah, because again, like I said, and that's why I said it stop. It kind of stops there. You can look at her at eighteen, nineteen. Oh, she's attractive, and that's literally where it stops. It's physical, and that's it. And as a forty something, late thirties, you know, what I mean, that's not enough. In your early twenties, of course, it's enough. But also, yeah. she's right there with you. So, yeah, your yeah, early twenties, yeah. the physical attraction go a long fucking way. You know, but as an adult, you know, what I mean, when you really grown, yes, you want to be physically attracted to your partner, of course. But 
there's so many more layers that you you know what I mean that you need you know because you think of I just look at it as at thir- I'm 33 I deal with grown man problems right you I need both. a yeah exactly I need a grown woman who can understand that I'm dealing with adult shit. And, and move, you know what I mean? And ain't nothing a 19-year-old can tell me about my grown-ass adult exactly. shit. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing. You ain't even lived long enough. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Ain't got a fucking clue. It's funny. When you when we thought we was grown and realized that we wasn't, it's crazy. Like, we had our little shit, but nah. I thought I was grown. 22, 23, we thought we was grown. Yeah, you know. We, we didn't have shit. Nah. <laughs> That I'm talking about the problems that we thought we had then ain't got shit on what if we got going on now. If you give me the problems I had then right now, I'd welcome open arms. I'd sing from the rooftops. If you give me them problems, problems now, they're not even problems. They ain't no problems. Ain't Minor no inconveniences. Minor inconveniences. I was a little broke. That's it. That's about it. And still find a way to do pretty much whatever I wanted to. I wasn't traveling nowhere. Yeah, I wasn't you know, traveling, so. but that's it. No. And even and back then you. Probably didn't even know where to fucking yeah we yeah where to start it we weren't pressed to go nowhere for real taking we couldn't drive road trip okay, yeah, we, yeah we couldn't drive there we didn't want to go anyway let me drive there rent a car put some bread in and yeah so yeah. so it's just so for me that's the thing but one thing he said was that also he said he could have married a forty four year old woman and it would have been disastrous because he said women his age come with baggage they come with children they come with all these different things. And he said that's why he went and dated someone that young because he could mold her and make her into what he wants to be, which when he said it sounded absolutely disgusting. She's going to leave him. You know that's where how, that, how that's going to end, right? You think so? Yeah, that's not going to last. Tell me more. I mean, he's, you got to think. He's 41, she's 19. Yeah. In a minute, she's going to get tired of that shit. Like he he got a little he got a little cash you know he probably got you know he could live a a lifestyle above me and you right but it ain't too much greater than that and um yeah she gonna get tired of nigga cause you got think and they gonna be fifty she gonna be what twenty six I think honestly what I think is gonna happen I don't know the details of the marriage I think that she's gonna wild out. But I don't know if she's necessarily going to leave him. I think he's going to have to leave her. Because they're married. You leave her, it's going to cost you. Yeah. Can't go nowhere. So I, I do believe there's going to, something's going to happen. I think she's going to wild out. Because I don't think he's going to be able to, you know, when she hits 25, 26. I mean, starts, he might, he might lock her ass down. Who and maybe he did. You know, maybe I mean, he maybe he got that kind of control over her. I mean, yeah. she look happy in the photos for whatever yeah. it's worth, but. That's not saying much. Nah, because I mean, um, right now she's might around all this might, fucking he, money. He might uh, he might throw her, throw her in the uh, in the, the uh, pantry and lock her up. Man. <laughs> he might, and only you let her I mean? out to have, and only let her out to have sex and babies. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? Because you know, for me, and I think that's when it's gonna get different. It's when yeah. she's having kids, because it's coming. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like I said, I mean, he he ain't broke. I don't think he's gonna be broken anytime soon. I mean. Mm-hmm. Immature songs are still played. I mean, Sister I Sister is still played. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he really ain't had... I mean, it's not like he had over a, a crazy lucrative career. Well, this is the thing. It's funny because... I mean, but he's I still... Saw, but I mean, he's, he, you know, he's still getting the... Uh, well, and this, the, is, uh, and this is the other part. And people talk... I, I see a lot of it now. People talk about, like, folks that fell off. And they say, what's this in falling off? It was like, is it that you just stopped doing people knew you for is that why you fell? Is that why they saying you fall off? Because that's technically not falling off. You know, he made a lot of money. Yeah, hits. 
We don't know where his money is in. You know, I don't know. We, absolutely you not. You know what I'm saying? We may say, oh, well, he made a, a, a <clears throat> great album in a I decade. Mean, he could have inve- invested I mean? his money in yeah, other places, so he and that nigga could be straight. Yeah, he could be flush for cash. You know, we don't really know. But what we do know is this particular situation, it, it got... It's, it got a lot of R. Kelly to it. It got a lot I, I, of. I didn't want to say that, but you know that's your boy. Yeah, it got a lot. Of, my, don't do that. So y'all, <laughs> y'all used to do that. Before, so I'm doing this shit. <laughs> but oh, they already got a kid. See. Oh yeah, they already got a kid. Oh dog. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they outside there. They outside. So, but yeah. So I mean, it got a lot of R. Kelly vibes to it. I just don't. I don't know, dog. Like I. That shit's tough. The, the main thing for me is I think of a forty. You know, if she I'm, fine too though. Yeah, she finds hell. Oh yeah, no, I seen her. She finds hell. He baby. yeah, baby look just like her. She do just oh shit. I ain't seen him, but yeah, just like her. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the other part of it too is if we being honest, he's not the only one. No. You know, this is this is very he's just very, in the spotlight. Common, like he's in the spotlight. The question came up. He was, I guess, he's doing a press run for she something. She must be twenty. He said she was 20. She's 20. They got married in 2020. It's 2023. He married her in 19. So she's like 22. Well, he's 41 right now. Okay. Let me see something. I just couldn't even imagine dating someone that I can't even go to a bar and get drinks with. Uh, like, we can't even go out to eat and you order wine. The order was born in 2021. She's 22. She's 22. So you got a pregnant 20? Uh, 19. Well, you said 2021. She, uh, the, the daughter was born December 2021. Okay. And it's 2023. So she had to be 19. Yeah. So, like I said, man, it's just, I don't know, man. We see it a lot. I hate to see it because, again, it bothers me. Just the when you think about like you so much older, you got so much more knowledge, so much more game that you can kind of kick and run and really take advantage um, of, of the situation. Um, and I just look at it if I'm if I'm the fifty year old father of the nineteen year old daughter that's dating the. 38, 39-year-old man. Right. I got an issue. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to see you about that. Like, what are you doing with my daughter? And some some let it ride. Now, we don't know her parental situation. You know what I mean? Some she might it, not yeah. have no parents. Yeah, so. She may not. You know what I mean? But it's just, you know, I, I just couldn't see me doing that. Like, there's no way hell. You know what I'm saying? There's no way hell. <clears throat> so. He's worth $2.5 million. You see? <coughs> that ain't chump change. Yeah. That ain't chump that's change at all. I got, so. That's yeah. That's worth and that's what you worth. Yeah. That's you know. That's what you net. <laughs> after all your shit gets paid and everything, that's what you got after everything. So that ain't that ain't no, you know what I'm saying? He ain't broke. It's a point. You can live a lot of life. Yeah, I mean, you ain't gotta be broke, but you need to leave the little girls alone. Nah, that's 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 a fucking fact. That's a fucking fact. Um NBA playoffs, close the thing out. So you put sports on the back end this time. Yeah, that way, that way, all the all. The, well, you know, they, they probably already locked off after the thirty minute um, snowfall. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, them boys are done with that. Oh, especially yeah. for the niggas, especially for the niggas who ain't seen it. Oh yeah, they mad. They mad. Hopefully they'll come back to it. 
Hopefully it'll be a little time capsule for him to go back and kind of get a little breakdown, man. But NBA playoffs are still going, man. Lakers are now up 2-1 on Memphis. Um, biggest surprise in the playoffs? Um, I can't say that it's been anything has been a surprise. Um, I think the Clippers have been playing Phoenix exceptionally well. That's been a, that's been a I wouldn't say a surprise. Um, I, think, I think that's been I think I think most of the series have been at least entertaining to some to some degree. Um, my mind is uh I, I did not I did not see the Kings being able to handle a healthy Golden State team. I, I didn't did. see it. I did. I saw that. And I'm gonna tell you why. I, I, my my reason on it was I looked at this, and I, not that I don't think Sacramento's talented, not they're not well coached, not they don't have the horses. I just didn't, and, and again, time will also tell, you know, throughout, I mean, you know, one thing they showed in the chink in the armor was they allowed the Warriors to beat them without Draymond, and that's a sign of a young team. Now, honestly, I just think they're, 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 they remind me of a lot of Memphis last year. I about to say, they, they um, shit, we allowed Memphis to beat us with no job. Same yeah. shit. Well, the difference is that they're a younger team, though. You know, what they replaced Draymond with, and what Memphis replaced Jawed with are two separate things. Tyus Jones is a starting point guard in the NBA. He's just backing up John Moran. He's a starting point guard. They show, I think they're like 33 and 17, you know, when he started. It's not a drop-off. It's not a big fall. Now, granted, Josh Josh is a superstar, but it's not a huge drop-off. He can run the offense. He can still give you, you know, 20, you know, 20 points, eight assists as a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. And the way Memphis plays uh, at, um, as well doesn't really – you know, lean on um, ja. just one person. They can win with Ja having an off night. Um, they can lose with him having a great night. But, you know, they play a, a team brand of basketball mm-hmm. that, you know, yields for a lot of people to carry him on any given night. Um, but for me with the Kings, again, the, the draw the Warriors in the first round, your first playoff series in 16 years. Um, the defending champs. The defending champs. You know, it's you know just like just like Steph said when they said you know when, they, when Draymond was out and it was like you know they say Draymond got a history well we got a history too, you know and it's real it's like yo like they are as battle tested as you can be, you know what I mean this is what the Thunder are if they stay together, right they figure yeah. it out and stay together like that day they're that we don't we we haven't I don't know if we've seen what Golden State is. In the last 20, 30 years. Like, I can't think of an organization that built an organization, stayed together, competed at a level as high as they've competed at for this long and maintained their core. And I, I mean, I just haven't, you know, we've had, you know, teams pop up. Yeah, but I, I can agree with you on that. And, and especially you look at all them, Steph was drafted, Clay yeah. was drafted, yeah. Draymond, the big three was drafted. Yeah. You know what I mean? You win a championship. You know what I mean? Then you double back and you bring in KD and you get championships. And then KD leaves. And then you get another and one. And you get another one without him. Yeah. You know, you, you get a first round. You know, just the way that team is built, I always make a joke that they were they on some, like, 2K shit. Like, that's the things you do in, like, franchise mode on 2K. Mm-hmm. You just build this fucking team that's running through the league for years and years, and you just replace this with that. You know what I mean? Or what? You getting older, I bet. Let me drive this one with a, you know, with a first round pick yeah, and, and keep your shit pushing. Yeah. That shit over now. You think so? Yeah, I think I they're done for. I, 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 I and they've they've had a uh, up and down year to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I said, I wasn't surprised. 
I was like, I, I don't the King's going to put it. Now, I, the surprise of that actually is that these niggas probably going to get swept. I didn't expect them to get swept. Who? Uh, not swept. Shit, I forgot they won the other night. Yeah. Golden State won the other night. Mm-hmm. But I, I, honestly, I thought it was going to be a better series than that. Now, I thought it was going to go to like six games. I think it will. I think they will. I don't, I don't, Gentlemen sweep. If I don't, if, if Golden, because I think, and again, Golden State is so tough because of the way that team is built, how they feed off that crowd. I don't see a way that Sacramento is going to be able to handle you know, that crowd. Win in, uh, in or- it's not called Oracle no more. What is it? Uh, I forgot what it is now. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't think the game that Draymond Green comes back after suspension, his first playoff game at, the, you know, at whatever that is called. I don't, I don't see a situation where the way that crowd is going to be, I don't see a way that Sacramento can, can handle that. Now, I just don't. I don't see a way Sacramento can handle that. And that's why I say, I, I, you know, I, it goes, to me it's going to go six. Now, what I could see is them, the Warriors winning the next game at home, going back to Sacramento, and they win, Sacramento wins game five, and they close it out. But even then, to close out an organization like the Warriors on their own home floor takes a veteran team that can deal with that. I don't know if the Kings win the game in the Warriors arena. Like, I don't I don't know if they do that. If they win and go seven and they close that bitch out in Sacramento, feeding off of their own crowd. Chase Center. The Chase Center. So yeah, <clears throat> I, I just don't. Like I mean, and, and people have written the Warriors off before. It's just the way on on defensively, they all are attached defensively. The way they play, you know, can Yield success for years And offensively the way they play I mean they show You know just you know De'Aaron Fox chasing stuff around You know what I mean They brought back the clip of them talking about When Delhi was guarding him You know Nigga about died Nigga almost died Just chasing him around You know what I mean The way stuff plays And, and everything he's doing is in, He's not just running To run mm. Like he's literally waiting for you To make a mistake Yeah and they're looking for him, and the ball's going into his hands, and the plays he's made. Um, they, they haven't lost what me and you used to talk about. We, we used to watch the Warriors in a team. They would be down 12, and we'd be like, watch this. Third quarter. Third quarter. It used to be that yeah, third, third quarter, quarter right But before. see, they don't have it. They, they haven't had that particularly this year. And, and truthfully, and truthfully, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, they don't have an answer for Malik Monk. They let Malik Monk and, and De'Aaron Fox do whatever the fuck they want to bad. And that's fine, but... Still, when I look at what the Warriors have, they if Jordan pulls on, there's nothing they can do about it. Oh no, but he and hasn't been. And and but that's and and so when when I look at the playoffs and like as Lakers as a Laker fans, we're both Laker fans. Right. We've seen a lot of playoff basketball. I look at the way teams win, and I say, can you keep doing that? Because if that's the way you're going to win the game, like when the Lakers beat Memphis. And Rui put up 20. I said, mm, that's a good win. I don't know if he's going to keep doing that. And he's shown he has. And like, oh, okay, they ain't going to be able to fuck with us if he comes off the bench putting up 15 points every night. Right. Like, you're not, like y'all like you y'all can't allow that to happen and expect to beat the Lakers. If you get that kind of boost from the bench, LeBron can be average. You know, LeBron average. You know, he could be a 21.7 uh, rebound, seven assist guy, yeah, yeah. and we win, especially if AD's doing what he's doing. You know, so... If you can do that, cool, you're going to win. 
but I didn't think that Rui could keep that going. He's shown he has. Jordan Poole's not going to struggle for an entire series. He's not. He's a shooter. It's like Steph. We've seen Steph have bad nights, but we all said, shit, y'all got lucky that night because mm-hmm. Steph ain't going to keep doing that shit. So for me, I, I don't – I I think in a later series, I think against the Suns will be the series where the Warriors lose if they lose. Um, but I just think that the Warriors are well built. I mean, you look at the bench, you know what I mean, with Kaminga, <clears throat> with um, with Poole. You know, they finally got Wiggins back, you know, after he find out, you know, the shit he found out it had to take a minute. Um, I'm surprised he's even breathing right now or, or out of jail because ain't no way in hell. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I just don't see a way this Kings team this season beats the Warriors. I think they'll be ready eventually, though. I mean, Memphis showed I, them. Memphis, Memphis letting Lakers beat them in game one at home and showing they still young as hell and they ain't got it. Yeah, Golden State going home, bro. I got just after all of that, them things going home. I think now, they, now they gonna have to play. Oh no, they'll play us next round. They play us next round. Mm-hmm. Now that'll be that's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, but like I said, I just and I really like the Kings team. I really, really, I do, do too. I, I really heard. do. Um, They've I just, quietly been good all year. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, is that even even in that, you know, they weren't necessarily a dominant team they are the highest scoring team in the league you know what i mean but that's just you know me a lot of young guns y'all running but again i mean in playoff basketball when shit slows down um and when teams start figuring you out Mm -hmm. and i think that's the difference in the seven game series is that you got to beat us four times in a week and a half can you beat us four times in a week and a half Mm -hmm. and that's why i don't see sacramento being able to do I do think one key that they that people haven't really talked about is the coach being Mike Brown and him being involved in the Warriors, you know, team and system for right. all those years. You know what I mean? And Mike Brown's not a bad coach. He's never been a bad coach. You know what I mean? I think that he got put in some bad situations. Absolutely. But he's never see, been a bad that. coach. I mean, Cleveland, he won and got fired while he was winning. You know, L.A., that team was kind of thrown together. He couldn't have won in that, you know, with that team. Um, you know, you sat down for a few years on you know, with Steve Kerr, and then you came back when Sacramento and turned them boys up. It was a good situation, Sacramento. Good situation, too. nice young players, good yeah. pieces put in place. A good young core. Got a couple got a couple trades in there, brought in some bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. It was, it was a good situation for him. It's yeah. a good bro, that's a good team. I actually like watching them play. No, I love watching them play. I mean, you make some good picks. I mean, Dave Ron Mitchell was a no, great pick for them to follow fall to them. You got a kid like that coming off your bench, someone mm-hmm. who played, you know, college ball for four years at high levels, been a winner since high school, you know, defensive player of the year in college as a guard, you know, Lee's Bayless a national championship. Like, yo, like these are all things that you want to bring into your system. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Again, when I look at, and that's an advantage they do have with Mike Brown, but I I just, and I could be dead ass wrong in this, you know what I mean? That's the beauty of podcasting and putting shit on wax, right? And putting it out in, in the atmosphere that people can go back and say, remember you said this? Like, yeah, I said I was wrong as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. But, um, yeah, I just, again, I don't know if they're right now good enough to beat them four times. In such a short span of time. Well. But someone has to, to your point, at some point, someone has to put the Warriors to bed. 
It's coming. And Golden State can't win a game on the road anyway. So the they niggas have the worst road record in recent memory. Absolutely. The problem with Golden State is that I don't know what that shit is actually about. Well, it's, it's such a fucking enigma because they have all they they remind me a lot of um, the Spurs um, when they would just have guys just out. Tony Parker's not playing tonight. Tim's not playing tonight. Shinobi's not playing tonight. Then come playoff time, everybody back and they're healthy mm. and they're running through the playoffs. And that's kind of you know the way. And Steve Kerr was actually on that staff on the pop you know during that time, and he's taking a lot from that. It's like. They come into the playoffs a completely different team than what they showed in the regular season. They do mm-hmm. it every year. They're at a point where they don't even give a shit about what seed they are. If in actuality they damn near want to be a seven seed, give us a two seed. Give us them early. Let them wake us up and get us going early. Mm-hmm. That way we put the two seed out. Now what's next? You know what I mean? That shit. That's why I wanted to be where we was at. It's a six. I'm cool with being, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. Or I definitely yeah. wanted to be a six. It worked out because we were seven. Yeah, yeah, like I'll put us there. Because uh, the, I, <clears throat> the Kings would have gave us a run. Kings would have gave us problems. But they gave us a hard run because cause all they do is run up and down the floor. I think the problem, right, I think, I think the, and see, that honestly, again, with playoff basketball, I'm not afraid of that. I used to be afraid of that with the old roster, like I said. I'm not afraid of a run. If they, if they want to get up and run with this current team that we have, it'd be a mistake. Because if you get allowed this current Laker team to just run, it's a problem. You want you want this Laker team to get down into a half court offense and figure it out. You know what I mean? That's what you want. You don't want D'Angelo Russell coming down the court. You got Reeves on one end. You got Brian. Yeah, exactly. You got, like trash. Yeah, you got Brian last night. Yeah. Actually, he had like seventeen. He's, he he hasn't found a shot in this playoffs. Even now, he was like four seventeen <laughs> shooting. Like he. He's been struggling to find a shot in the playoffs, and I think that it's the pressure of the playoffs is kind of getting to him. He's been in the playoffs before, but not, not at not, this not at right, this stint. You right. you you did it in Brooklyn, but Brooklyn weren't really expected to win. Y'all just kind of got in, and, and even then you got your ass whooped. Like, they played Philly. Philly swept. Them. I mean, they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, now, now you a Laker, and you not, now games. you back in L.A. You're a Laker. The first playoff games in L.A. since Kobe. You know what I mean? Like this is different. You know what I mean? It's a different type of pressure. You know what I mean? And this is what you were drafted to be a part of. You know what I mean? So, so again, that's one thing people don't, you know, you know, when we don't close out, that's one thing the Lakers uh, coaching staff and organization needs more credit for. I don't know if there's a only drafting the players. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's yeah, we can't keep we can't keep them and turn them up. Well, that's the thing in though. L.A. But well, because you you look at it, but although I mean. They could have kept them. They 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 made a trade to bring in AD, and they got a rid of, rid of a lot of them, and it worked out because they got a championship from it. Yeah. And that's what LA is about. LA is not about grooming guys, and it never has been. It was fun, you know, it's me in the trades, moment. Man. Yeah, you, it was fun in the moment. But, you know, you knew the Lakers were drafting these guys, and they had their eyes set on a big fish. It's wild that these niggas was winning championships and getting top and getting top picks in the draft. It is random, but like back so like in the eighties, in the eighties, that's crazy. That's nuts. That's how nuts. you get? How you win the championship, and then the next year you draft James Worthy? Come crazy on, crazy shit. Same shit, bro. Boston fucking had Lynn Bias. That's just crazy. And they they're drafting number two. You know what it is though? What these teams did, which is crazy back then. I think they were when they, they like buy the buying, picks. They, I was about to say, yeah, they buy the picks. Yeah, they buy the pick. That's how that's how niggas got magic. That's just niggas went sorry the year before they got magic. They damn, they went and got magic. Number one overall pick. It was a coin toss between them and Boston. 
for the number one pick. Magic went one, Larry, Larry went two. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah, no, nah, they 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 allowed them to purchase and buy picks, and Lakers were you know before uh, Jerry Buss came on were, were flush with you know money, a little bit of money, enough money to buy a pick, and they kind of went from there. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's uh. It's going to be interesting, man. I'm really enjoying these playoffs, so I will say that. I'm not enjoying all the guys getting hurt and all the guys that are out. Um, hate seeing that, but as Yeah, of, yeah. But see, they're <clears throat> Philly swept Brooklyn yesterday, so they'll have a few, uh, some extra days before they got to play again since Joel's hurt. Yeah. And um, ain't no telling if, we'll ever see, if we ever see Kawhi again. Kawhi is, I mean, I think, who was, I think it was Stephen A. said it. He was like Kawhi's probably the worst superstar in history as far as just dependability, because he's always out. I mean, to be honest, I wanted Kawhi in L.A., but I'm glad we didn't. Get uh, him no, it wasn't worth it because you know you look at it, you never would have saw him on the court. You know, he had that one year in Toronto that he had to turn up to show he is what he is, and he showed what he could be. He took that Toronto team and got him a ring and got him a championship. That's no one expected him to win a championship, and they won. I mean, now granted, not granted, they beat a decimated Warriors. Team. I was about to say, they them niggas was they wouldn't they wouldn't have won with a healthy a healthy Katie and healthy uh, Clay. Absolutely, that was old, that was over with. You could already see the writing on the wall. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, you saw that coming. <clears throat> but um, so yeah, man, that uh, shit, I think we covered about everything. That strong hour and a half in. Hey. You know what I mean? Something to put on. Something on, to put on there. You know what I mean? Something to put on wax. You know, something for the people. But yeah, man. Uh, so uh, that being said, that was episode uh, one hundred and seven. I think I said one hundred and seven last time. I be getting off with the numbers. Uh, might be one. I think uh, you didn't even say that at the beginning of this episode. I think it's one hundred and eight. I didn't know. I think it's. I listen to these shits every week. I run this shit back. One hundred seven, one hundred eight, one hundred two, man. So. Again, man, appreciate everybody listening to us first time, last time, whatever time is always love on the side. You already know you fuck with fuck with if you don't. Don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. That's a fact, man. So with that being said, peace and blessings, all that good shit, man. Until next time. Yes, sir. Get in your bag, bitch. I've been in mass. If mail order for our polycentery. Untitled Podcast. Yeah, boob, talk your shit.